Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We are a video game radio show and my name is Steve Curran. Hello, I am Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. What? what? I know. <laughs> and you're late. <laughs> Sorry, I lost track of time a little bit there. Are we still in 2020? <laughs> imagine, imagine, yeah. imagine what we've got to look forward to. Gosh, all of the all of the great things ahead of us. Twenty twenty one, it's our year. Simon, how's your how's your week been? Week was okay, but today has been an absolute trauma, hasn't it? I mean, I don't know if you can hear what's going on in the background, uh, but it is it's the worst combination of Halloween and uh, bonfire night in South London right now. Well, add to that. So, do you remember in the olden days when we were younger? Um, the genuine pleasure you would have uh, when thinking about the clocks uh, going back. You go, oh, great, extra hour in bed. Extra hour in bed could be fantastic. Um, you might stay up a little bit later the night before, knowing that you're going to get an extra hour in bed. I don't know what it was like at your house this morning, Steve, but all that extra hour did was just, just give us another hour of negotiations with a toddler about why <laughs> they can't get out of the room. It's just made the day too long. I, like, like, yeah. It's it's just been the longest ever day. So, is your um is your toddler um is she capable of telling the time? Because mine is still going off the grow clock, which yep. basically says don't get up until this thing goes yellow. And yep. you know, she was she was fine with it. She just sat there patiently on her oh, bed, waiting for the thing to tick steady. over. I know. Can we swap children? Because um, the, the other thing is, uh, it's it's that combination of the clock's going back and Halloween. So it was my turn to get up with her this morning, having, you know, we'd both been negotiating with her effectively since like half four GMT because she was already excited about Halloween uh, because of this over... Um, uh, the, the, just, just, just this emphasis these days on Halloween, as you said, people all over the streets dressed up. I took her out of her room and took her downstairs and she said, is it Halloween today? I said, yeah. She said, where are the pumpkins and ghosts? <laughs> where were they, Simon? Well, where where were they? I said, they come out when it's dark, don't they? When when will it be dark? Oh, I tell you, yeah, it's been a nightmare. Don't have kids, would be my advice. How's your week been, Anne? <laughs> Good, thanks. Yeah, um, I had some trick or treaters come round this evening. They were very, very sweet. Did you trick them, or or did you treat them? Well, I guess they haven't opened their sweets yet, so um, <laughs> so they won't know. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been um, it's been an all right week, I guess. Bit you know, bit up and down, but it's been a bit of an up and down time. <laughs> it has. I think that's a fair summary of the last year and a half, up and down. Um, but we are on the up now. Uh, this is One Life Left. We're a video game radio show. We are going to be covering the latest in video game news at the moment. How many uh, in a moment? How many stories have you picked out, Simon? I've got all of them. Okay. How many have you picked out, Anne? Oh, I found one. Okay, I've got one as well. So between us, that's all the video game news. Later on, we'll have some video game letters. I know we've had some this week. And video game reviews, or at least I hope we do, uh, because I haven't played anything, Simon. Have you? 
I have. Oh, thank you. And you've 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 got a year's worth of uh, playtime. <laughs> oh my goodness, what is in my back? Let me tell you. <laughs> and maybe this week I'll remember to uh, do a Simon Byron's Fast Five as well. Um, but you ready to kick off the news, Simon? Let's do it. Well, I say that if Anne has a story, maybe we should go to her first. Just for old time's sake. Yeah. Um, it's a good one. Is it a good one? <laughs> <laughs> has that ever mattered before? <laughs> no. Uh, should I just go? Go. Uh, so Facebook has changed its name to Meta and will be getting rid of the Oculus branding. So the VR will now be referred to as uh, Oculus VR in the future. O- Oculus Quest from Facebook to MetaQuest and Oculus app to MetaQuest app. Uh, and that shift is going to be happening early 2022. Well, this was the big news in the sort of video game space and in the metaverse space. And that's bigger than video games, isn't it? Simon, what did you make of all of this? Well, I feel a little odd about having to uh, say that I'm putting on my Meta Quest 2 on, <laughs> on, my, on, on my face uh, from now on. But, you know, if that's what Zucks wants, that's what Zucks gets. So, um, yeah, and then, uh, I mean, obviously, the big thing that everybody was sharing were the incredibly natural video vignettes that were uh, being shared around Twitter, which, um, you know, made Mark Zuckerberg and Nick Clegg's conversation look like the most unnatural thing that's ever, (laughs) ever happened. They were two men who've never talked to other humans, weren't they? (laughs) Unbelievable. And I saw the video as well of some avatars playing poker while one really annoying one just floated above the table. And I thought, I I don't want that. I want people sat down when we're playing poker. I'm out. Well, if they're playing real poker, will their tears, and and they lose money, will their tears (laughs) impact the headsets when you just see (laughs) that episode of Doctor Who that you so like, Steve? (laughs) Um, Anne, you're, you're... Very well. You were the only one of us uh, with the Sony VR headset. You yeah. were, uh, you were the adventurer, the One Life Left adventurer. There. How do you feel about the metaverse? Um, well, so in the last year, I've stopped using Twitter and I accidentally deleted my Facebook account. Um, <laughs> so I don't really know how I'm going to get into it. If I'm honest, where's the front by door? F- <laughs> by floating. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I don't really, I don't really like the sound of it, but but that's because I'm scared. It's because it's a new thing, and it's because it's a thing that Mark Zuckerberg likes, and I'm very scared of of him and his ideas. Um, I think like getting people engaging more with each other in VR is fine. Probably it's quite you know everyone's interacting with each other in very very different ways now so so maybe that'll be all right uh but yeah i don't i don't really want to have to log into facebook all the time uh and i don't really want mark zuckerberg to have anything to do with my life certainly i think that this is what you've done there even though you don't have twitter is you've embodied the reaction of most of twitter which is those of (laughs) those people who do currently believe in the metaverse and that's a lot of future thinking people and a lot of people who think there's going to be a lot of money there, believe that the metaverse is going to be a huge universe where all of these little different things interact in all kinds of different ways. And what you know, what's beautiful about it, or if you believe the hype, is that it's completely open, that it's uh, everyone is building small things that can touch each other and that people can touch and everyone can view in different environments. The metaverse is not one thing. It is, as the name describes, a million different universes all connected uh, with a million different virtual objects inside it. And what Zuckerberg is doing is going, that sounds great, lads, but what I'd like is a walled garden, which I rule, and you can all come and play inside that, and people aren't fond of that, or, it seems, of him. 
What can we learn from uh, those companies and individuals that got rich in PlayStation Home while we sat on the sidelines and <laughs> scoffed? What can we? What did they do that we can now do and we, get rich on? We have been scoffing for fifteen years, isn't it? Maybe we. Maybe it's time we stopped scoffing and just committed to something. Um, I don't know. I don't know. If we were going to do something in the metaverse, what would it be, Scants? Um, I think it'd just be lols, wouldn't it? Mm. Just pure lols, 100% of the time. Um, well, well, you say that. Obviously, lols maybe 30% of the time, scoffing 70% of the time, it sounds like. Maybe we could be the metaverse's scoffers. Huh. <laughs> 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 All right, good. Uh, Simon, news story. Well, uh, well done, Anne, on, on actually writing something. What we do these days without you is we just read out news from a website. <laughs> and we believe that if you say what website that is, that's fair use. Um, but that's quite tricky to do for this story, which has been uh, arguably bigger than the, the, the launch of Meta this week. Certainly, if you ask the world's children, Roblox went down, didn't it? Did it? Yeah, <laughs> bliss. Two out, three adults blissfully, blissfully ignorant. I was told earlier by Dexter. I was going to say, that. was he involved um, in this? No, well, he wasn't. Uh, he mm-hmm. uh, he he told me it was something to do with a burrito giveaway. But yeah, I looked into it, and let me just tell you how big the news has been. The sun has been live blogging Roblox <laughs> being down. Sun. What the is sun. there to live blog? Well, still, I still down, what, guys. I tell you, I don't think they knew roughly how long it was going to be down for because uh, presumably they sprung into action so that they could allay the fears of the world's parents who would be, uh, you know, hopefully be able to answer the questions that their kids were asking. When's it coming back? When's it coming back? When's it back? back? So the 29th of October, uh, we're recording this on Halloween on the 31st, uh, the 29th of October um, at 4.37 in the morning, uh, the sun sprung into action with a small snippet saying, what is wrong with Roblox? Now, that's quite a broad question, isn't it? But I don't <laughs> think that's the one. That, but I think they're answering it very specifically uh, with regards to it being down. The story reads, a message from the Roblox status account says, looks like hashtag Roblox is, experience, is currently experiencing issues, exclamation mark. We'll update you if we receive any further information. Services impacted games and account information so that was on the 29th of october at 4 37 they were still live blogging it this evening as i logged on um uh and yeah they've gone um like so the next update robot fans have have all have the same complaints next update when will roblox be back online uh an hour later what is the current roblox status how to check if roblox is back online this is only two hours into the live blogging um, anyway, looks like it's been resolved um, and that it is now back online. And I bet the most relieved person in the world is whoever it is. I can't see <laughs> Joseph Gamp and GP Rodriguez, who can now presumably put their fingers down Anne, and move uh, away from the screen. Anne, have you ever used Roblox? No. What do you know about it? Um... Okay, it's another one of those games the kids like. It's another one where they can chat to each other, I think, uh, and they can build stuff together, which feels generally positive. Also, mm-hmm. doesn't Dexter make money on it? <laughs> Apparently so. Not for the last three three days, though. No. Uh, his net worth has declined. I bet he was just seeing F5 on the Sun's website on that well, live indeed. Um, yeah, uh, t- today it's... Uh, t- uh, 18 minutes past two in the afternoon good news say the sun and then they follow that up with a separate post saying gamers relieved by news (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Simon uh, have you used Roblox ever I have not used Roblox have you never tried it no I've looked over Dexter's shoulder Mm -hmm. um, which I believe is called POS in instant messaging isn't it parent on shoulder (laughs) (laughs) so uh, yeah um, but no, I don't know anything about it. Okay. Apart from it looks awful. Uh, it, and it's you not know for what? me. It, it does look awful, but it doesn't have to. Uh, I had a go at it uh, a couple of weeks ago because I was looking at a project uh, that was adjacent to Roblox and uh, thought I should try and understand it what, it what it was. And I had a go at Terry Kavanagh's game. 
like climbed, climbed a the giant, big man. Yeah, climbed a giant man, and it was it was absolutely brilliant. And listeners, if you have not yet experienced Roblox, give it a go. Climb Jer- climb Terry's giant man. Well, hopefully they'll be able to by the time this airs. <laughs> Good. Uh, all right. Do you want me to do a new story? Shall I do one? Yes. This is that's, from VG. That's why Anne's here. <laughs> VG twenty four seven. It's by Stephanie Nunnally, and I was attracted to. Well, I was actually attracted to the subheader of this, which I misread. The header says more information on multiverses. The Super Smash Brothers style game from Warner has leaked. And I thought the subheader said, it's looking so bad. But it actually says it's leaking so bad. There's no judgment on here. But I thought, uh, I sort of read read about this. Now, what this is, never heard of it before, but it's a game called Multiversus. And what it is, is all of Warner Brothers' IPs beating each other up. Um, so, in case you're not familiar with the wealth of IP that Warner holds and who might be hitting each other in this game, that includes... Lord of the Rings Gandalf, Mad Max, Arya from Game of Thrones, Tom and Jerry, Fred Flintstone, Johnny Bravo, Batman, Finn and Jake from Adventure Time, Bugs Bunny, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, and Rick from Rick and Morty. And I thought, you know, this might be a positive thing for me, because Smash Brothers, I've always thought is abysmal and just garbage fan service in uh, Nintendo clothing. Well, it's good that something else is cropping up that I might loathe more because this sounds trashy, doesn't it? Have you never wondered who would win in a fight? (laughs) Scrappy-Doo and Robin? Uh, I have not, no. um, Because I'm a grown man. Have you, Simon? I've not, no. I picked the same story, though, from videogameschronicle.com. A lot of it was leaking on uh, 5.3 million valued Resetera. and uh, I saw some of it on that Reddit that I found. And we found a Reddit that that's got all the news that the games journalists <gasps> copy stuff from. What? Yeah, exactly. Straight yeah. to the source. <laughs> Straight to the source. Um, and um, there was further information there which said uh, that it's also that it is looking very cheap. <laughs> Do you think it will have fa- fatalities? I suspect not. Um, it's stated that future characters will be sold as DLC and LeBron James could be one of the first. I think you would struggle to sell LeBron James on the idea of a game in which Shaggy from Scooby-Doo murders him. <laughs> it just sounds an awful lot like um, Space Jam, which I didn't watch, the newest one. But the, the, the most recent Space Jam that came out, which had a lot of these characters in it. What, murdering each other? <laughs> Well, I mean, I haven't seen it, so I can only assume. It's what happens in a lot of films these days, Simon. <laughs> That's true. Uh, next story uh, from Video Games Chronicles. Uh, the Switch, Online's, Switch Online's expansion pack tier is now Nintendo's most disliked video ever. The trailer has topped Metroid Prime Federation Force in terms of negative engagement. At the time of publishing, Nintendo Switch Online trailer has over 100,000 dislikes and 17,000 likes, whereas the previous record holder has 11,000 likes to 96,000 dislikes. Um, so it's it looks like uh, people are trying to um, register their displeasure by using a thumbs up or thumbs down on YouTube. Uh, have either of you done that? It's democracy, uh- isn't it? It is. Uh, it's modern <laughs> democracy. I have not registered my displeasure. Simon, why are people so angry about this? Uh, I think they're angry because of the price increase mm-hmm. and um, that I believe there was some um, kerfuffle around the quality of the emulated N64 games, but it turned out that that just might have been somebody who, who had dodgy Wi-Fi. Um, <laughs> So it's difficult to know. I know. I see the actual news doesn't have this sort of problem. Um, but yes, uh, people are very angry about it. Have, uh, have you played any of the N64 stuff yet? What do you think the answer is? I think that, well, I think the answer is no, although... Oh, come on, Steve. It's hard to know because the first thing you do on anything is play Mario 64. I've played Mario 64 on my Switch. Uh, yeah, there we this, go. This is the, the second time that I've done it, actually, having bought and then ebayed the uh, Mario 3D uh, collection. I've now down got the expansion pass. I'm like, I don't even own Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did. Um, I got swept up in a wave of nostalgia, if that wave can be £34.99 
uh, high. Uh, and I subscribed for another year and I, I played uh, Super Mario 64, seemed fine. Played Mario Kart, remembered I didn't really like it. Thought about starting Ocarina, didn't. Um, and then went and played something else. And I'd imagine that that will be me and the Switch expansion pack. Uh, that'll be our interaction for the year until it comes to renew uh next year i saw best friend of the show rodri talking about this on twitter uh, and he was saying that it's interesting because sin and punishment which is one of his favorite games a brilliant 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 game by treasure um doesn't have the fog in there that was necessary to get the n64 version to uh, to to work and so it changes the experience a bit and i guess in a sense it makes it better the actual core action is the same but it does feel different, and I think that's, I don't know, it's quite an interesting point about modern emulation. I would ask you whether you felt Mario 64 was true to the original, but you've played it on so many different formats now, one assumes you've no idea. No, I saw the screenshots that were um, from Ocarina as well, uh, down by the lake. Some of the reflections and fogging had uh, were different there, but I'm not going to go back down the lake, am I? At this, <laughs> this stage, got other stuff to do. But yeah, um, it's true that uh, if that is indeed the case, what they're doing is sort of sharpening everything up that it has uh, potentially lost in one area. But as Rodri was saying, it's 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 gained in others. Scans, are you still uh, a Switch Online person? Um, so I think the Switch is the only thing that's now plugged in downstairs. Um, the PS4 has gone into the loft. A actually, no, the PS... Yeah, the PS4 has gone into the loft. So, I mean, the Switch is still around. Um, am I am I a Switch person? Is that how I identify now? I, I don't think I... I don't think I necessarily do, no. What did the uh, PlayStation do to get it sent oh, to mate, the loft? It, it was the... Um, it was the VR headset. Couldn't have it around anymore. Right. You know, you know what it's like, Simon. I do know what it's like. Uh, last story. Last story. Sorry. This one was a little bit strange. No, you carry on drinking, Steve. That's what we do. Um, from Video Games Chronicles, uh, written today uh, by Jordan Midler. Um, today is the last... So actually a bit of a pointless news story um, for uh, given that the show will be broadcast tomorrow and podcast on Wednesday. But today, Halloween is the last day users can play Nintendo's mobile puzzle game, Dr. Mario World. In a tweet posted October the 31st, the at Dr. Mario World underscore EN account said, tomorrow marks the end of the Dr. Mario World game service. The tweet continued, the game won't be playable, but don't forget that you'll be able to look back via a web page that's being set up. Good luck out there. What does it mean, look back? Well, apparently you'll be able to log into a web page and see... Um, oh, it says, uh, according to the announcement, if you start up the Dr. Mario World game after the game service has ended, an end-of-service notification will be displayed and you'll not be able to play the game. Uh, oh, sorry, I did see it. Maybe it was somewhere else. Um, but basically you'll be able to uh, look at what you did on, on it. I don't know, fondly. And if you spent any money on it, I don't know, will you be able to download receipts i i don't know it just seems to just seemed like a really strange message didn't it i mean sure it didn't it wasn't as popular as other nintendo mobile games but uh yep goodbye good luck out there uh seemed like a, a really strange thing to post why has this happened don't know uh it launched in july 2019 enjoyed a solid launch with more than two million downloads generating a hundred thousand dollars in revenues uh, despite this, these figures failed to match the company's previous performance on smartphones. Uh, Super Mario Run achieved 4.3 million, and Fire Emblem Heroes managed 4.9 million. Animal Crossing Pocket Camp hit 6 million. There you go. If you don't get those, you get retired in a tweet. Watch out out there. I just checked. I've got it on my phone. Well, a be careful Absolutely gutted. Absolutely gutted. <laughs> it's the one I'm going to miss. It's the one I'll miss well, the most. You'll always be able to look back fondly via a web page portal. Okay. You'll always, they'll never be able to take that away from you, Anne. No. Until they do. Yeah. All right. Um, thanks, Simon. One Life Left Video Game News with Anne Scantleberry.
to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We're a video game radio show. Resonance FM is the greatest radio station in the world and we are lucky enough to be broadcasting on it. We're also a podcast. You can find that at www.onelifeleft.com where you'll also be able to find the show notes telling you the piece of music that Simon has selected for this show as well. Uh, Those show notes kindly written by our under-caretaker, Phil. And, and those of you keeping track, actually, of who's been picking the music and therefore who's been edit- editing the show, yes, you are right. I shouldn't be editing it this <laughs> Well, it's complex, isn't it? There was no show uh, last week because I was I was sick, Simon. I got ill. I had a fever. I'd say uh, I was sorry to hear that, but actually I was quite pleased to get your WhatsApp on Sunday because it meant I could start drinking. <laughs> Uh, yes, apologies for that, and thank you, Simon, uh, very much for editing today, because it's been quite a week, as it seems to have been for all of us. Um, Anne, uh, so you said you had, you'd had you had an up-and-down week. Well, like, literally an, an up-and-down up week. Um, so, so here's the news, Steve, Simon. I've been waiting for a little while to tell you this. Mm-hmm. But... Um, since I've not been around for a little while, I um, sort of took on another project and uh, thought I should probably break it to you at some point. Um, it's a bit, it's a bit awkward actually, just given some of the stuff you were saying about, like you know, what's been going on for you, like today and with clocks going back and Halloween and everything. And yeah, so basically, I um, sort of decided to, um, like, uh, well, I'm going to have a baby. What? what? <laughs> yeah, and I thought I should probably at some point let you know. <gasps> it's not one of ours, is it? <laughs> I mean, I, d- I don't know how that would have happened. But I really hope not. <laughs> it's, just the way that, it's just the way that you're saying that you had to let us know. I mean, <laughs> why? <laughs> so, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realise we weren't at that stage of our friendship yet. <laughs> Congratulations, Anne. That's brilliant news. Well done. Thank you. So, yeah, it's been a bit of an up, up and down week uh, this week because um, so I'm fairly close to having the baby and they've recently been in breech position. And I don't know if you know what that means. It means they're upside down, the wrong way up. They're not ready to go out the usual route. Uh, and so I've literally been upside down for a lot of the week. Hold on. Uh, you've been upside down. Yeah. To try and help the baby move. Uh, that means that the baby's been the right way up, then. Yeah. Well, wouldn't that confuse the baby? <laughs> it does, it does seem like a very strange, strange solution. <laughs> Honestly, this baby's going to come out and be like, I don't know what I'm up to. Uh, but it worked. The baby is now the correct way up. Um, and thus you're able to broadcast. Yeah, at last. That's <laughs> what we've been waiting for. <laughs> Fantastic news. When's the baby due? Uh, end of November. Are you going to call it Mario or Sonic? Absolutely both. First and full names. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's brilliant. Yeah. That's amazing. Well done, Anne. That, thanks. Thank you. It was a, it was quite an achievement. I mean, yeah. it sounds like it. You've been on your head for a week. Yeah. Well, no, literally lying uh, on an elevated uh, sort of um, an ironing board at a slant against the sofa, and I've had to lie on it with my feet in the air. Guys, I mean, being pregnant is a wild ride. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. So what does this mean for you in the show? Well, I think I'm going to be kind of busy 
uh, for the next, what is it, eight, is it like 18 years and then you're done? <laughs> Where's the father? <laughs> He's actually hanging out with Kieran Gillen at the minute. <laughs> He's got qualities, right? Yeah. <laughs> Make the uh, most of Kieran while he can. I get yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I've been seeing Kieran for 18 years. Yeah, that, that's a shame. Um, but yes, so I think for the next little while at least, I've got to probably look after this baby and try and try and keep them alive. Know. What's what is our mat leave policy? Mm. You just leave. <laughs> <laughs> I never managed it. <laughs> I'm not sure how much I got, but I don't know if you've noticed, Dan. But um, two and a half years in, we've finally managed to, you know, well, execute our succession policy. And Alice was on the last show, so oh great, good. Well, so I'm what trying to, heard? yeah, obviously, I'm trying to get it up to, um, you know, so we've got some a, a good number of uh, kids in rotation as we move forward. <laughs> So we could just, like, swap them in and out. Oh, of course. In 18 years' time, we'll be, we will be able to stop, won't mm, we? Yeah. We can rotate it'll out. Be like, it'll be like young Ant and Deck, <laughs> won't it? Ideally, yeah. Great. Well, um, the, the, but, we're, but we're leaving the door open, aren't we? I hope so. Because otherwise, how am I going to get back in? <laughs> I don't have the key. <laughs> Honestly, I just tried to use the uh, the One Life Left uh, company card earlier, and I think that card's been cancelled. So we definitely need some way for me to get back in because uh, I'm not buying my way back in, it seems. Fair enough. Well, uh, thanks for coming on to update us. Has has everything else been okay since we saw you last? What, oh, yeah, anything yeah, Anything interesting yeah. happen? Oh, no, you know, like last year was brill um I think, <laughs> I think the last time we did a show it was one of the first ones that we did on like zoom or whatever or it was like the very first ones and I was talking about how ill I'd been because I got covid at Marioki dangerous um we we assume Marioki we don't know I could have got it anywhere I could have been patient zero and spread it to everyone anyway um I had covid got it quite bad and then I had long covid for ages and I just felt rubbish all the time. Uh, and then I got pregnant and I felt rubbish all the time. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been, um, that's where I've been for the past little while, sort of looking after myself um, and trying to get through this damn pandemic. Here's, here's the question that I'm sure all of our listeners uh, want to know right now. How have video games helped you get through the uh, last 18 months? I played a lot. Uh, whilst I was actually sick and then nothing because I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> Honestly, I just was so tired all the time. I couldn't be bothered to do anything. Uh, and even that kind of engagement was a bit too much for me. So I watched loads of TV instead. It was great. Okay. Were you doing any podcasts about TV? No. Um, this is the only podcast for me, see. You know. It's a radio show, actually. <laughs> Just to be clear, oh, it's so good to have you back on the show yes. as well, isn't it? It's back, uh, back, 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 back. Um, what is, uh, so I assume, you know, once the baby's born, from my experience, I mean, Simon and I talked about this, we talked about this just before Alice was born. Uh, Simon gave me some tips for during labour. Uh, like, Simon told me that, you know, he didn't quite manage to get away with playing a game during just going to give you a quick update. My wife has started listening to the show again. Just, just so I mean, yeah. I'm not sure if that's going to okay. if that's so going to change no, no, anything. No. You're about it's to say. not. So but, what? Know. What I was about to say is Simon um, said he was far too respectful to play video games during uh, labour. I actually managed to get at what was I? What was I going to play? Was it Fire Emblem? Something like that. Oh no, it was XCOM. It was XCOM. It was XCOM because you told me. Uh, well, did you yeah, tell I said me? That, you said well. Be- be respectful, said, but go on. My point was um, <laughs> that if you brought a switch in, now a switch is, is small, but you'd still need all, like you'd be all hands on all deck all the time. So <laughs> all the time. That's why you shouldn't bring a switch, a switch into <laughs> into the labour ward or to the uh, in, into anywhere near there. Bring a VR uh, headset. It, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Well, the Step thing is, the, the thing is, you're, we know now your VR headset's in the loft. Yeah. Presumably, you are you're not able to go up in the loft and get it. No. Uh, the father is too busy with Gillen to yeah. do that kind of thing. So, switch is your only option, really. Are you going to take that to the hospital? Um, I mean, there's every possibility. Also, I have my phone. Don't forget, that's the. Mm-hmm. quickest and easiest gaming device any of us have got to hand well, it these is, days. but you've had Dr. Mario removed from that now. I know, apparently. and given the medical setting, what else would <laughs> I be wanting to play? I'd have to go to the Blooming website. That is a good question. I mean, uh, maybe I should make Simon Byron's Fast Five five games to play during labour. We are running out of time, Steve. There's no time for Fast Fives this, this week, I'm afraid. <laughs> is that true? Is it time for the letters? Yeah. It is time for the letters. All right, I'm popping into the Discord right now uh, to have a look at our letters section. What have you got from the real mailbag, Simon? Well, I was just trying to have a little scroll there. Um, Obviously trying to keep the third mouse wheel um, quiet because we don't want any more complaints, do we? (laughs) And um, I I will admit that... um, uh, I've been unable to find anything when I'm sure that I saw a letter come in. Uh, so can you cover for me? I don't think anybody will notice. Uh, and then hopefully I will find it quietly. I absolutely can. Uh, James Groundshatter, Jay Parks, writes this. Hello team. I was lucky enough to be in Brighton last week for Marioki and its fringe event, the Develop Conference. While I was there, I bumped into the team, a litany of former SSGs, and most excitingly of all, regular correspondent Weaselspoon. My question is, and this is relevant to one of our news stories, if they were going to make a Smash Brothers-style party brawler based on the One Life Left extended family, which luminaries would be your S-tier picks? Thanks, Jay Parks. Good question. It's got to be an upside down and now. <laughs> that would be the special fight, move. Fights both ways. Very, yeah. very good. Um, I, I, I'd pick Charles. Charles Cecil, obviously. Of course you would. Love to see a special attack. Um, I think I've told you. I've told you this story already, Simon. In fact, I told it you at Develop. But I, I met Charles uh, at Develop, and it was very, very exciting. Lovely to see him. Um, something magnificent happened. I was just walking past the hotel where developers, uh, which uh, do you remember that where the hotel is? Oh yeah, on, on the beachfront and embedded uh, in my mind. Charles came down the steps and I said, Charles, he went stay, and he came down the steps. He went in for a big bear hug. I was with a, another friend, Tom um, from Eco. He gave Tom a big hug as well. He said, two of my favourite people in the games industry. And you know, Charles, he's quite he's quite handsy, isn't he? You know, he's he's giving me a back rub, gave me another little hug. And then, before I could say anything else, he broke off and he said, Sorry, chaps, I I would love to stay. I've got to go. I've got to go and take a lateral flow test. Oh, no. (laughs) Did you say you came back positive? Did you see that? Uh, I did not see that, but it doesn't surprise me. He's a very, he's very generous with his time and his body. Yeah. (laughs) Well, um... You know, you you reference some other people that some of our other friends that were down at Develop. Uh, mine would be Weasel Spoons uh, mm-hmm. because it, his skill currently is buying my stuff off me on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it's this has got to stop because I'm embarrassed by it. But um, he bought the wonderful 101 kick limited edition Kickstarter um, version that went uh, went went last week. I mean, to be fair, he got that for a bargain, but still, I, it feels awkward him giving me money for stuff I don't want. Um, have you found your letter yet, son? I have. Okay. Uh, it's from Chris Conroy, who wrote, Whoop, whoop, that's the sound of Da Police. Dear team and Sting's syncopation guy, today I learned that Stuart Copeland, best known as the drummer from the police, also wrote the music for Spyro the Dragon and Alone in the Dark Four. Whilst in-game cameos are quite common and get a lot of attention, Barry in the Nomad Soul, Gervais in GTA, big name soundtrack credits aren't always as well publicised, leading to nice surprises like this. What's your favourite little known fact in video games? Your celeb crediting correspondent Chris Conroy. I mean, I I was that day, I was the day that I read that letter when I f- learned that Stuart Copeland wrote music for Spider. Mm. Um, my favourite fact 
for sure is that you were in deadly premonition. Indeed, I was. Zombie three. I was about to say, was I? When did I do that? <laughs> oh man! Cut have it. you ever been in a gay man? Yeah. Oh yes, the come, come on. on, come on. Which wait? Well, she got in one by virtue of being in something else, didn't she? Come on, Steve. Of course you were in SingStar. Of course. Of course. Anything else? Yeah, didn't we do some background voices for... Um... For Beyond, uh, Behold the Kickman? Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. right. Um, okay, I've got another letter here. This is from Uppy17 from Ben. Hello, team. Possibly plus a super special guest. It's well, that... You can't get more special, can you? <laughs> It's that time of the year uh, when I miss Game City and all of the fun events that happened in Nottingham. Without Game City, I'd never have met cool people like Sarah Brin or Derek Williams. Had Keith Stewart steal one of my questions to ask at a different event, been able to contribute to the mild bullying of the Village Voices Simon Parkinson, or ask a question to one of the writers of Succession. What have been your favourite memories of Game City and why? Anne. Um, I think... The, my favourite memory was when we were going to try to break a world record for the longest ever radio show um, and we were so stressed out by it and then um, Chris Moyles broke it the week before and we didn't have to <laughs> and so we were just like free free to just like broadcast uh, for a regular amount of time from a bed in a curry house um, and that was yeah I think I think it was uh, the alleviation of absolute stress at having to stay up for about like 48 hours talking um that was a good time all the weird stuff that we got up to there james james parker adds to that letter was the goading uh, was the bullying of simon parkin was that goading him into drinking a blue cocktail from a yorkshire pudding <laughs> or was it making him do burpees until he compared himself to malcolm gladwell <laughs> Or was there additional mild bullying that I missed? There was, but one of my favourite uh, Nottingham memories was was when we were trying to convince Keith Stewart, uh, uh, you know, famous author and Guardian games blog writer Keith Stewart, that we were sexting him by taking photos of stucco wallpaper really close up and saying that it was our nipples. <laughs> I miss Nottingham. Oh, yeah, I do too. They were very generous to us. They were. They really were. All right, I've got uh, one more letter, and this is from the aforementioned Weasel Spoon. Hello, team. Hello, SSG. I read an article in Evening Standard magazine this week about fashion brands in gaming, with Givenchy bringing makeup to Animal Crossing, Balenciaga creating looks for Fortnite, and Gucci Beauty being available in the styling game Dressed. What fashion items would One Life Left put into games? Which characters would you give them to? And most importantly, what is the scent of One Life Left Eau de Parfum? Pip-Pip Robert. Sorry, sorry, I'm just going to jump in quickly. Givenchy. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) We have missed your pronunciation all the while. Yeah, I know, right? No idea. Givenchy. Okay, well, you can field that question then. Um... Uh, which uh, which fashion what fashion what fashion items would One Life Left put into games, and what does One Life Left smell like? Uh, bomb bags. What's the what's the answer? Which which one of those questions <laughs> exactly. is that the answer for? I, I think that's a catch-all, Steve. <laughs> They're very handy and they smell exactly as you would expect them to. Uh, yeah, that's it. Bomb that's, bags. <laughs> that's it. Um, Thank you all for your letters this week. Um, if you have any letters you would like to send to One Life Left, please, please do. To which email address, Anne? Team at onelifeleft.com. You can also use the mailbag on the Discord, but honestly, we still don't have a way of saying that easily. What and what I particularly like about this uh, this show is that we've you know we've got the most special guests back, but that means that the, the the people do like that sort of resets the dear team and Dean SS, dear SSG doesn't it resets that like feels optimistic now because we might have a guest next week we won't <laughs> we won't have another one for months just like we've just gone through. <laughs> 
we're back. This is One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. Uh, there is one other thing from Nottingham uh, that I miss, and of course, that's Marioki, because Nottingham is where Marioki began. We've already mentioned Marioki once in the show today. Uh, it was the super spreader <laughs> event that gave Anne and me COVID. Um, but this is a very, very special week for Marioki, isn't it, Anne? It is. Isn't it our 10 year anniversary? It is literally our 10th anniversary. And we did a brilliant gig in Brighton to celebrate that. What do you think of that, Simon? I was very impressed with what you've done with the place, Steve. You've got a flashy new front end, don't you? You've got a warm up song. How long have you had that for? <laughs> uh, quite a few years. We've actually got three warm up songs. We've got a couple have that you? we only. Yeah, songs that we only come on to as well. Uh, at the start. Look at what you've become. I, I mean, obviously I understand the reasons why you wouldn't let me into your dressing room, but still, <laughs> I mean, I did feel... I did feel like like maybe that that you know there was some unnecessary distance between us in that sense, but no, it was, it was good and it was very well run. You've got pens. Mm. <laughs> I know. Well, more importantly, we have pens? more importantly, we've got we had people to run out and buy them from the news agents. <laughs> we've got people who make things like pens happen. Uh, Weasel Spoon on sound, making making it sound brilliantly. Grey was doing all of the sign-ups. And, you know, crucially, obviously this is a very, very uh, nerve-wracking night for me because it was the first event since the Super Spreader event where we let people stand up and, uh, and dance and sing quite close up to the mic. Uh, and that was great. But, Simon, you brought what? your new friends along. I did bring my new friends along. I don't need to get into your dressing room, mm. Steve. Uh, I brought my new Yogscast friends along, actually, and they had a good time too. Um, and what was interesting about hanging around with those guys during Develop was um, uh, there was a. I can't remember if I told you this. There was a there was a VIP drinks reception on the Tuesday night, and I got invited, obviously, um, but uh, no one else from uh, my gang did. So I dropped the organisers' notes. Said, hey, like, could I bring a couple of other people along? They went, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got two people added to the. VIP drinks thing. Um, I then uh, so I got them in, uh, and I, I told the other guys like, "Look, look, look, guys, really sorry, but I'm not going to. You know, it's it's full up. I've, I've already feel like I've pushed my luck. Anyway, uh, I get a text message saying, "Hey, we're all outside." Uh, so I'm like, "Okay." Went and saw the uh, went and asked the organisers. Said, like, "I don't suppose they went." Meh. So I came back downstairs. I went outside and the security guard went, he said, what's what's, what's going on here? I said, look, uh, I can't get these guys into the party. He went, okay. He went upstairs, went and asked the organisers, came back down and I thought, will you have done it? He said, follow me. Do you know what he did? He led us around the side of the building, opened up a fire escape and said, in you go. Turned out he was a Yogscast fan. (laughs) So yeah, I could get into your dressing room if I wanted to, Steve. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) <laughs> you could any time, Any time. Good. Well, it was a good time at Develop. Um, had a, Well, I, obviously, I didn't actually go to the conference. Like like most people, I went to the stuff around the conference. So it was a good time at Marioki uh, and a brilliant time in Brighton. Although we almost didn't get allowed into our hotel because apparently you need photo ID to get into hotels these days. Or that was the understanding of the man who ran the hotel. <laughs> was the man who ran the hotel a Yogscast fan? Maybe you could have gone yeah, that way. Quiet. Needs to go through the fire escape with Simon's arm around my shoulder, I think. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Should we get on with the reviews? Let's do it. Okay, as I have previously confessed, uh, I have played nothing in the last two weeks. So this is entirely down to you guys. What have you been playing, Simon? Well, uh, today. We gathered round. I mean, following on from last week's episode or last time's episodes where you interviewed your daughter, uh, we had a four-player Mario Kart session um, this afternoon, me, uh, Kate, Dexter and Ramona, uh, and it was excellent. It's the first time that Ramona has got competitive and she started to emulate some of the stuff that we were saying uh, while she was playing, even though she had no concept of what it meant or what was going on, which was a lot of fun, actually. Um, and in one race, uh, she came 11th and not 12th this time round, so that was good. We were playing 100cc, so fully expect her to navigate the courses. Uh, but then they went out trick-or-treating, Dex stayed over, and we played um, 
Arms, which I'd not played for a long, 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 long time, and I'd forgotten how brilliant that was. But the new game that we looked at on the Nintendo Switch was Cruise and Blast, uh, which is, um, I don't think anybody asked for it. I think I think it's an extension of the Cruising USA arcade series. And I think that there was one, uh, I think it was Cruising USA, and I think there's another one, and now there's this one. Um, and it, it came out on Switch a few weeks ago. Um, it's an arcade racer which draws inspiration from the old arcade modes, i.e. a few tracks uh, over quite quickly, but also has um, eight, I think, uh, different Grand Prix. And um, Dexter and I were playing it uh, split-screen two-player, and it is one of the most bonkers races I've played probably since something like Split Second. Um, it's... It's, you know, it's it's no Gran Turismo. You hold down, um, accelerate, you can drift and you can burst and you can do wheelies and ride on two wheels. But you're just riding, you're hurtling along uh, courses that are, oh, the London course starts off with you. Um, and it isn't exactly this, so, I don't, so we don't need any letters. But it starts off with you, say, racing past Buckingham Palace and then the Houses of Parliament. And then you race past the Millennium Wheel and that comes off and starts rolling along as you're sort of going <laughs> along. And then planes start flying around. It's just absolutely crazy spectacular. Uh, it's a little bit shonky in places. Um, but uh, we had a right laugh playing it. We really did. And, and all the races were so close. And it finishes. There's a countdown to the... Uh, to the finish line and we're both race, race, race to uh, get there and honestly in some couple of races they were uh, hundred, we were hundredths of a second apart um, and so whether that was rubber banding or not I don't know but it felt amazing to beat my son by a hundredth of a second <laughs> 7 out of 10 Fantastic, alright Anne, what have you been playing? Well I thought this week uh, you know, first time back in a long time I've got a got to come in with a good big one so I uh last night Matt and I sat down to play uh Hidden Cities Moriarty's game A Killer in the Hive right uh have you ever heard of this no No. why would you um so this is essentially an escape room but you're just at home um you uh uh, you get sent messages um, and you essentially have to like solve this crime that's happening. Um, and yeah, so you get uh, messages sent to your phone. You get to hack into a database. You have to find lots of different, um, uh, you get some crime records and you have to find information from the crime records and then send it to this uh, the agent that you're attached to. Um, and it's all happening actually on your phone. So I've got a lot of messages on my phone about... Um, potentially setting up like crime deals and I'm really hoping that the police don't have to access my phone anytime soon because it looks quite suspicious <laughs> um yes yeah, so you're you're hacking into um systems you've got to call real numbers from your actual phone which I was really nervous about because I was like oh I don't want to speak to an actual I hate doing this in real life I don't want to have to do this as part of a game obviously it's all like automated totally fine um and it's really really fun um and we did it in a good time uh, 53 minutes usually people take about 60 minutes so you know came in under there <laughs> um, also went and uh, baked some scones in the middle of that as well so <laughs> I think actually in terms of crime solving that's very very good um, yeah it was really fun uh, I, so I think they do um, a lot of these kinds of games where you have to actually run around the city like so you run around London solving puzzles and different things like that I think this was made for lockdown Um it's yeah it's fun it's exciting does feel genuinely like tense and nerve-wracking at times um but it's called episode one you get to the end and there's a cliffhanger and there is no evidence of episode two so i was a bit bummed out by that i sort of wanted to be able to go and keep solving some crimes because i'm really good at it um yeah so for that reason i'm gonna have to give it a seven out of ten what format is this on so you can just like, well, there's a website <laughs> <laughs> and, and then it emails you a link and right. then you just do it through your phone. Okay. It's just sending you texts and things like that and links to websites and stuff. There's definitely a trend in video gaming for calling your first release 
game prologue or game episode one and then seeing what happens and I have often wondered if we can do some kind of search to see how many episode twos are out there. Mm. I think I think we did this for Kate's birthday this year and um, is it the one that has got where it, the door is in Soho? Yeah. There's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you use and Google Maps. Nice, uh, yes, and, and Street View and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And what was... Um, what was nice about it was uh, a couple of days later, one of Kate's mates was working in London and he took a picture of himself outside of that door. Mm. He, went, he went, because it ends with like with, with someone going, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just going in now, I'm just going in now, and then cliffhanger. Uh, and so, yeah, that was a nice way to do it. Be- better than the uh, actual ending itself, it transpires then, if there's no episode two. Yeah, I'm gutted. I want to see what else happens behind that door. But yeah, it was fun. Good. Well... <clears throat> Sorry, beg your pardon. Um, I guess that's the end of the show. Like, I think we're done, aren't we? There is nothing else if to say. Not, if you've not, <laughs> if you've not played anything, Steve. <laughs> um, yeah, I I will do my best. I will. I promise. I will try to play something next week. Maybe. 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 Fingers crossed. Well, I'll have to, won't I? Because I guess we won't be seeing you next week, will we, Anne? I don't think so. <laughs> maybe we'll be seeing you and the baby yeah maybe who knows I mean can we not give you a feature to do some homework you know thoughts during labour do you know what I'm, I'm pretty uh, maxed out right now sure <laughs> yeah. just I mean you could just keep a dictaphone next to you just to record your thoughts as you just as they spring into your head Let, let's see Simon let's keep that an open door I'll, I'll, keep, I'll keep my phone by me we know the phone is the only way that I'm going to get into any of this well, okay. however you want to get involved with One Life Left in the future, we want you back. So when you have some yeah. time, when you have some time, however small that amount of time is, this door is open even if we can't find the credit cards. <laughs> exactly. Right. Now that's that dealt with. I think this starts a new era for One Life Left, Steve. Mm, it feels like it, doesn't it, Simon? Uh, and we might have some news on that as we've been trailing for a while uh, next week. But it may well be that how you receive your podcast version of this radio show may slightly change in the future. Uh, but what we've decided is we've been doing it for long enough. It's time to make some big bucks. <laughs> and now we and now we only need to split it between two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thanks for all your hard work over the last 15 years, Anne, and good luck in the future. It's all right, uh, I know you can't get into the bank account. <laughs> <laughs> well, neither can you. So. Well done. Yeah, um, but that's, that's, uh, that is exciting news, and we will uh, we'll make sure, if things do change for our podcast listeners, we will uh, update you in some way, because we don't want to leave you behind. Uh, leave you. Uh, as for Resonance, we're certainly not going anywhere because it's the greatest radio station in the world and we are incredibly lucky uh, to be broadcasting on it uh, and hopefully we'll do so forever. Good. All right, lovely to see you, Anne. Best of luck, eh? Yeah, good luck to you guys and I'm sure, well, this won't be the last time. Better not be, Anne. <laughs> Okay. Uh, no, good luck. Uh, it's been super, super good to have you on the show. And uh, I'm sure all of our listeners who have been asking about you for the last 18 months might finally have their curiosity uh, satisfied, at least for a little while. But as soon as this business is done with, you've got to come back and give us an update. Sure. Will do. All right. Uh, thanks listening to One Life Life. Thank you so much for being on the show, you guys as well. And... Uh, I guess that's it for another week, but we will be back in one week, won't we, Simon? We will do, and you and you might be editing the next two or three. <laughs> or four. That seems fair. All right. Uh, until then, goodbye. See you, bye. <laughs>